Welcome to the Science and Spirituality Podcast, where we dive deep into universal spiritual principles and ground them in modern science. My name is Chris Carton. And my name is Kevin Carton, and we are committed to simplifying the spiritual side of success for you with easy to understand scientific research so you can walk away with practical tools to create radical transformations in your life. Let's get started. Welcome to the Science and Spirituality Podcast, and today we are going to dive into this article that had just came out in October of this year, 2022, titled, The Universe is Not Locally Real, and the Physics Nobel Prize Winners Proved It. And I saw this post from a gentleman named Robert Grant, who is an amazing scientist and mathematician, many different things, but definitely deep into research on science and spirituality himself. And he posted this, and I, I had not seen that until then. Uh, I know it's been a couple months since the article was posted, but we're going to get into a conversation of what the heck does this even means mm. and how this can relate to you in your life and how you can actually use it for your benefit. Because that's what we are all about in this podcast is breaking down these bigger concepts to help you in your life and to actually practically use it. So yes. Chris, you got the post though, because it Robert Granson made some awesome, like he screenshotted one part of this article, which by the way, if you want to read the entire article on Scientific American, the link will be in the description of this episode. But the post, uh, he screenshotted just like one short excerpt from the article and then made some comments on it. So Chris is going to read that and then we're going to get into our commentary on the commentary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the, the, the part that he highlighted from the article specifically on Instagram was this. So quote, one of the more unsettling discoveries in the past half century is that the universe is not locally real. Real, meaning that objects have definite properties independent of observation. An apple can be read even when no one is looking at it. Local means objects can only be influenced by their surroundings and that any influence cannot travel faster than light. Investigations at the frontier of quantum physics have found that these things cannot both be true. Instead, the evidence shows objects are not influenced solely by their surroundings and they may also lack definite properties prior to measurement. As Albert Einstein famously bemoaned to a friend, do you really believe the moon is not there when you are not looking at it? This, of course, deeply contrary to our everyday experiences. So that's the excerpt that he has from the article. And then his commentary in the post goes like this. A major shift in the physics world. Materialism is officially on its deathbed. Local realism has been proven to be false. This means that things not observed are not there. They are simply a wave of potential that once observed at the speed of light collapse into form and realism. In essence, we see what we expected to see. Hermeticism and spiritualists the world over have been saying this for a very long time. The universe is mental. All is mental. Boom. Pretty, yeah, drop. pretty interesting stuff. Right. But that also could be, because honestly, when I first read this post, it was a little difficult. I actually re had to read it again. So maybe you listening, you might want to re-listen to what Chris just read, because it could be sometimes hard to grasp because like in the article, as it said, it's deeply contrary to our everyday experiences. Like we don't mm. re we don't experience life like that. Mostly it's now just being more proven through scientific experiments. But like you said, spiritual spiritualists or gurus, sages, like even, uh, I don't know, religious teachers, uh, 
prophets, if you call them, yeah. the Messiah, like different, all these different spiritual teachers have known this, but now it's more backed by science, which is very helpful for many people who have a yeah. logical point of view. You know, you said you read the entire article, right? No, not yet. <laughs> okay. Cause I was going to yeah. say, whenever I get into this kind of like topic or idea, again, yeah. like there's a, there's a part of me from like spiritual inside knowing can conceptualize it. That's sure. true. Right. It's like, all right, you know, like, okay. But when I actually think of like how they're actually proving this with experiments and stuff, that's where it, it, I, I can feel it at odds with what I, like what my eyes tell me. Right. Right. And, and I think that's what he was getting at in the crux of that too. It's like, it's such a deeply held belief that all of us have. It's like, Oh, if I, you know, things are like, if I'm not observing something, it's still there. Right. But it's like, right. how do you actually know? And I think right. that's what the experiment was getting at here. And I think, you know, we, we, we can, you know, we can talk about how fun it is to be like, all right, like, you know, if, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, like all that stuff. Right. But I think the practical application of this is also really important because it really does shine a light on what we focus on is actually what we end up seeing more of in our life. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think the, the real point I want to drive in here with this article. And again, like to be fully transparent, Chris and I have up until now not read the entire thing yet, but we have had many different conversations on this, talked about it, shared it on this podcast. And I'll share one experiment that has proven this, but it was a theory. And I think it's just more proven now with what is coming out in the science more. But um, like the real main point is that what you look for, you're going to find or what you put your attention on. In other words, like what you choose to think then starts to become more and more real for you. It's just, it doesn't happen instantaneously. It's mm -hmm. not like you have a magic lamp and that you have a genie and that you just immediately, like when you think a certain thought or that you choose a certain perception, it's going to show up for you that way. But over time, it definitely does. Yeah. And that's the real fascinating thing, but it's the difficulty of course, of staying true to what perception you want to take on life. And they quoted Einstein in this article, another really amazing quote from Einstein is that the, we have, we have a fundamental choice to make whether that, that the universal, the universe is friendly or not. And that determines the way in which we, that life shows up for us. Yeah. That's a very big paraphrase of Einstein's mm -hmm. quote, mm -hmm. but the fundamental decision to make is, is this universe friendly? Is it for me? Is it helpful? Can I work with this power that has created the entire universe? Can I work with this power, this yeah. creative force, this energy? Yeah. And I believe it's true that we absolutely can. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, and again, I think it's just hard. It's sometimes it's, it's, uh, if you're not thinking about that, it, it can slip out of your consciousness very easily and you can start yes. to forget about that point. Yes. And even when, even when I'm trying to think about the experiments that they might've done, or even just thinking about the comment that I set up for about like that tree thing, it, my brain hurts. <laughs> yes. Like I feel the gears moving and I'm like, ah, I don't understand this. Right. Right. And, um, I, I, like another experiment, I don't know if you were going to get into it, the, the, the electron double slit experiment. Yep. 100%. Another experiment that scientists have done to kind of prove this phenomena out. And there's really great videos on YouTube. Uh, what would do? What's that guy's name from the Dr. Quantum? Do we know? Dr. Yeah. Quantum does a really awesome, like five minute little video explaining the double slit experiment. But basically like they shine a light through two slits in a metal, in a metal sheet. And 
light acts as both a wave and a particle, depending on if you're observing it. If you observe it, it turns into a particle. If you're not observing it, it's a wave of potentials. And so basically what this experiment does is it shines a light through these two slits. And when you're not measuring it, so when you're not putting a camera on the experiment, um, the light reacts as a wave and it starts to interfere with itself. And you see this, uh, this pattern emerge on the other side of the slit. And it's like a light, dark, light, dark, light, dark. And if you understand anything about waves, it's the crescendo of the wave, meaning the trial of the wave and canceling out in certain places. So it's acting like a wave. But then when you actually place a measurement device in front of the slit, because the scientists were like, this doesn't make sense because light has electrons, we should be seeing the electrons go straight through the slit onto the wall, right? So when they put in an observation mechanism there to see where the electrons were going, then the, uh, the pattern on the other side of the wall was just two things of light or just, ju just where the electrons are hitting. And I know that might be a little confusing to listen to if you've never been exposed to this idea before, but Dr. Quantum has a great visual visualization of it. But basically, again, it was showing that when you observe something, it solidifies and becomes real rather than just this wave of potential. Another person that I think of when I think of this is Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, because mm. he talks a lot about this too. Um, like how when you think of a vision or you think of a dream about who you potentially want to be, like there's a million potentials that you can possibly have for yourself, right? Like you can do anything. You can be an infinite. Yeah. Not infinite. Just a million. It's infinite. Yeah. And that's the wave, right? The infinite potentials. And then when you start to develop a vision, you start to think thoughts and feel emotions in alignment with, with, with a specific outcome, you start to collapse that waveform into something physical and you start to move towards it and you start to become it. Exactly. Yeah. So he, he talks about that really well too. And he's, I feel like done a really great job of taking this science and making it super practical. Yep. hundred percent, which I'd say, let's, let's get into the actual practicality of this, how to, of how we use this information. But before we get there, the link to the video, we'll just include it in the description of this episode. So again, if you want to watch that double slit experiment that has proven that matter, what we think of as physical reality, if we're not observing it, it actually is a wave of potential. It's actually not there. And so it's, it's fascinating. And the, uh, the one other thing I want to say before we get into actual action steps, because I know we'll get there. We're all about the practicality of this, but I want to say one more thing too, after you okay. say, <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. But, um, I think this also goes at odds, or at least some people can view this as, well, if we're not observing something, then it's not real. Then it's like, are we living in a simulation? Is, are we living in the matrix? Yes and no. It's not the perception or the way in which that the matrix was presented. At least this is what I believe. I believe that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. I don't believe that we're some other version of a human being somewhere else in the universe and that we're projected into this experience. Mm. I believe that we are consciousness. We are spirit. We are a soul that is not just local to our physical human body and that we can be anywhere, honestly, and that we choose to be here in this time and space and show up in this human experience to grow, to learn, to evolve. But I don't believe that we're, we're plugged into a, a machine. I think yeah. that's very yeah. mechanicalistic or another version of materialism. So I think it's just a bit different, but it is the matrix in a way that we create our reality by means of the perceptions that we choose, the visions that we hold, the thoughts that we think. 
So yeah. that's all now true, but what we do about that is what we'll get into. But what's yeah. your point, Chris? I have two points now. <laughs> Let's go. Because dude, the, 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 the movie, The Matrix, right? It, was the, it wasn't meant to be taken as literal like machines, blah, blah. It was the, the right. metaphor, which you talked about at the very end of that. And it's like when you when people say, oh, waking up from the matrix, you wake up from the perceived programs that were being fed. And again, I'm reminded of Niraj's episode about taking back your power in this world mm. where everyone's vying for your attention. And even the last episode we talked about, everything's vying for your attention. And when you give your attention to something, you're solidifying that thing in this yes. reality. And if enough people do it, like that becomes reality. And that's that's a matrix. Yeah. And, right. So that, that that's uh, I just want to say that to your point. Which and then yeah, go may on. I respond? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just really quick because yeah. I this this really like I felt deeply connected to this idea just this past week, and I think it's easier when you get outside of your normal environment because this past week I went on a vacation with mom and dad to Hawaii, and I don't know it just felt like a dream, even though like it, it, the, it's funny because the we went to Oahu and it wasn't as what I expected. I thought it was going to be palm trees and just beauty everywhere, but there was tons of high-rise hotels and condos and all that. It was very modernized. So it was actually kind of a shock, but it just, I don't know, being in a different environment helped me remember that, again, we create our reality. And my the thought that kept circling in my mind is that we, we life is a dream, but that's in the most broadest sense that if you're not living a dream where you are enjoying the dream, you might feel like your life is like a nightmare. It's still a dream though. Like you've dreamed it up and you're living it. You've thought those thoughts or had connected with a certain idea for so often and repeated it so much that it became your reality. So life is a dream. I forget who said that, but that that one line, life is a dream just kept coming to mind. And that's- Life is but a dream. That's the, the row, row, row your boat song, the end of it. Literally, yeah. Which row, row, row your boat actually has it's, some it's deep a spiritual profound, meaning. It's a very it profound is song when you think of, when you break down the the sentences. Exactly. But like anyway. just wrong. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll yeah. get to that at the end because that's yeah, actually bro, got some the, good teaching in it, but the, yeah, it does. You know, the, the point that you brought up too, is you were breaking out of your own personal matrix. Yeah. Travel. Right. That's what travel does. That's why traveling yes. is so great. And that's why a lot of people should travel is because you're breaking out of the, the, the routines and the patterns that you're currently in. Exactly. And another thing I wanted to say really quick too, is what you mentioned about you know, when you're thinking about something, you're feeling something over and over again, it creates your reality. It's like this, this idea isn't meant to shame anybody at all. This is mm. like this idea. When you understand this idea, it should make you feel like this sense of responsibility and power over your situation. Not like, Oh, you know, everything in my life now is all my fault. It's like, right. I wouldn't look at it that way at all. I would look at it as like, all right, like I have this, this ability to profoundly influence what's in my life. And it's like taking that power and beginning to work with it. That's like where the real magic comes from. Mm. Um, all right. And then before we get into tips, the last, my second point from before is another, again, another really cool example of this that everybody is probably aware of is the placebo effect of this. And that's why when, when drugs go through um, this testing phase, they have to show that they're better or more effective than the placebo. And the placebo is actually giving someone a, a fake drug and telling them it's the real drug and it's a that sugar pill. exactly and that influences their physiology because they're they're observing that as the real drug so it's like right. all right like what is this sugar pill actually going to do if someone thinks they're taking it and the real drug has to perform better than the human mind's perception of the fake drug 
Mm. And that's like a crazy thing, which I think a lot of people don't appreciate as well, that placebo effect. Um, so I just wanted to point that out because because we could be talking and things to get ethereal here and like someone's brain could be hurting like mine was before, but that's a very, a very simple example that I feel like everyone's heard of before. Definitely. That illustrates this point. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. concrete for sure. Yeah. Great point. That, Thank you. Yeah, that, that's what I, what I wanted to bring up. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so, but let's get into it. What can you do with this information? Because you can go down rabbit holes with this and it could honestly have your mind spinning, really. So we don't want that for you, of course. We want you to take this information and actually use it so that it can inspire new action into your life and that you can create some different results or different experiences, mm -hmm. live a different dream, really. So yeah. the the first and foremost thing is to recognize the things that you don't like about your life right now. That's, that's primary because if you want to spin a different dream, spin a different story, tell a different story, live a different life, then you first have to be very clear of what's not working. And now this seem, may seem contradictory because we just said to focus on what you want to create or that when you give attention or thoughts to the things, whatever it is, then you're going to create more of that. It's over a prolonged period of time. That's really the key. So mm -hmm. taking just an, uh, 10, 20 minutes, maybe even just a week and being considering this over the, uh, you know, a couple of times a day of just what am I longing for? What am I discontent about right now? When yeah. you get clear on that, then you could take the next step to get really clear of what life or what dream you want to create for yourself. So the first step though, is really getting clear on like what is not working. And that, that can be painful to look at. Like we actually talked about in last episode about the discomfort of actually sitting with your own feelings. Because mm -hmm. when you get clear on the things that are not working, the things that you don't like about your life right now, it's not fun, but it is the first step. So take just a short amount of time, even just for one area of your life, let's say it's your work and just actually get clear, maybe writing it down, just a bullet point list of what's not working. Maybe it's like, I work too many hours or don't earn enough, enough money, or I don't like my coworkers, or I actually don't even like what I'm doing. So you can write those things down. That's like the, the discontent side, things you're not happy with, but then also acknowledge the longing. What do you long for? What's the desire that maybe you don't even feel like it's possible for you to achieve? Maybe you long for having less time at work and more time with family. Maybe you long for making a greater impact in the world by doing something, working, doing work that you love. Like whatever the longing is, acknowledge that. You have to acknowledge the longing and the discontent first. Mm -hmm. Then, then, and only then, you have to take that time first. It takes courage to do that. Then you work with shaping a vision. Because like we said, where you give your attention to, you put your focus on, then you're going to create more of that over time. But having it written down is a powerful step of actually creating a vision. And that's where the longings and discontents will come in. It's really powerful then to look at what you're longing for, what you're discontent about, and then shape a vision that answers your longings and dissolves any discontent that you're facing. And that sounds so simple to do, but promise you, you might notice that as you do this, some doubts, worries, fears come up. Like, is this possible? Can I do it? Am I worthy of it? Is this actually realistic for me to actually dream? All of those things will start to speak to you and that's normal, but write it anyway. And just, it could be a simple bullet point list again of like what you really long for, what you're not long for specifically, but what's the answer to the longing? What dissolves the discontent? Like in other words, mm -hmm. what would you love? That's a question you can answer when you start shaping the vision. 
what would I love? That's not based on your current conditions because your current conditions have been made up of the past programming, the past thoughts. And if you shape a vision out of what you've known up until now, it's going to be more of the same, basically, maybe a little bit better. But when you really go after what you would love, then there's some creative force that's unleashed within each and every one of us that we act when we actually connect with what we would love. So you answer that question and you're off to the races. Cause again, mm -hmm. where you place your attention, where you focus, you're going to start seeing more of that in your life. Right. And again, those creative forces are what woken up within you. You'll get ideas that you've never thought of before opportunities. You'll start to see that are actually here for you right now, but unless you connect with the vision first, you won't be able to see it because again, by what this article has now been saying and proving and that science is now proving is that what you look for, you're going to find. Yeah. You know, that was great. And like when I was like, when I was listening to you talk about that, the, the, the point of the longings and discontents piece and like really feeling into that is understanding, like relating it back to the, the beginning of this episode with this article is that though the, your current situations and circumstances and the things that you're unhappy about in your life, they were observed into your reality slowly over time based on patterns of thinking and feeling and ha habits. And Yo, I think- Break that down for a second, because that's brilliant. But I, I never even heard it put that way. And sorry to cut you off, but that's yeah. so important right there. You observed it into your reality. Share more Dude, on that really well, quick. Well, the, the opposite of it is what you were talking about with the visioning and the dreaming. It's yeah. like when you have a vision that you're so connected to, you you observe it into reality by continuing to think and feel in that way. Right. And I think people get stuck in certain positions and areas of their life. And again, having this in context with what we're talking about with this article, your subconscious mind is the thing that's actually directing your attention most of the time. And so it's really your subconscious mind, that powerful subconscious mind that's observing your reality into existence. And so like, if you're not aware of what you're thinking and what you're feeling because you're running on autopilot, which a lot of us are, it, it, it just happens. You're like, your subconscious is running the show. And a lot of our subconsciouses are, we're formed by this world that we live in and we don't really work on them. And so we're continuously observing things that we don't really want into our reality and not even realizing that we have the power to do it, but we right. are. And so I think Kevin, what you're talking about is that visioning, that, that piece is working with your thoughts and emotions that it sinks down into your subconscious so that your, your default observation of the potentials into a reality is the reality you're choosing. Yes. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. So definitely that, uh, I, I just really like the way you put it again, it's like observing it into reality. Cause that that's exactly what like you're using the terminology from the double slit experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Because that double slit experiment again, proved that what you observe, in other words, what you measure that's in the scientific term is like they measured the, the, the photons of light and the energy or the, the particles of matter. I mean, they're both yeah. <laughs> the waves of potential or the particles of matter. What, when there was an observation, then it collapsed into time and space. So when you observe, in other words, you pay attention to, you give your thoughts to your focus to then it's going to create over time. If you sustain that focus over a period of time, whether that's yeah. some days, weeks, months, years, uh, depends on what you're working on creating. And I, I think the, again, these experiments, they, they make it seem so like snap your finger simple. Mm. But when I, th when I think about relating it to a human being, 
I really like the subconscious is the thing that's pinging in my mind for me about what yeah. is the thing that's actually the observer that's bringing us towards what we say that we want. Yep. Because you can't constantly be thinking about something over and over because you're doing things all day. Your right. mind will wander there, your mind will wander there. Like it, the, the human experience and, and thinking and feeling is so, uh, it's like ethereal. It always moves. It's always moving right. around, right? And that's normal at being human, but it's like, the subconscious is the big, heavy thing that's just continuously grinding over and over again towards whatever signals, thoughts, and emotions you've been giving it over time. Yeah. So that's like the observer in the observer effect to me as a subconscious. You're right. I yeah. think it's both, but you're right that that's the main driver because, because our we, conscious yeah. attention is still observing. But it is, like you yeah. said, like you said, you can't literally focus on a vision 24 seven all your waking hours. Like, impossible because like you said we have responsibilities tasks to handle yeah places to go like even just like a simple example of that is driving your car like when was the last time that you actually consciously were driving your car the entire time you were in your car i think it's most of the time that most of us will have maybe some conscious connection with like getting the car started getting on the road maybe putting in the gps like where you're trying to go but then when you're on the highway for five ten minutes like you start to drift off like you're still there like subconscious is there to keep you safe and drive well but then you're thinking about other things like you're not actually there so like yeah you're you're not your the observation is still there like on the car and the driving but your conscious thought if you will is elsewhere mm -hmm. so like you're, you're right 100 percent being an observer is definitely the conscious but the subconscious is really where the majority of our quote unquote, observing happens of whether yeah. it's on fears or on our dreams of what we would love. And dude, they're connected because in order to change the subconscious, you need to change where your conscious focus is for a yes. long enough period of time so that it sinks down into the subconscious. Exactly. And again, it's like, it's like another way to illustrate this idea. It's like, when you think of something, like I'd say, it's like, oh, like a meteor hitting me or something. Like it doesn't actually happen right away. Cause like, Sure. It's like that one thought. I mean, maybe that was a bad example. But for me, <laughs> I, for me, I was thinking of your car example when I was driving and I didn't want to bring this one up, but it's like, oh, like I'll be driving sometimes like a flash will call my mind about like, oh, like what if, like, what if a car, another car hits me? It's like a flash of thought, right? But it never actually happens. But someone who might be listening to this might be like, oh, like if I think of that, like, isn't it going to happen right away? But that's not how it works with this, with, with this idea of the, of full, like collapsing the wave into reality. It takes time. And especially for a human, yeah. because again, we have all these conflicting thoughts and emotions that we're, we're, we're having on a daily basis, but dude, this ties really well into our last episode, Yeah, actually about the focus and attention, right? Because like what we're going to default back into, back into our normal rhythms of, of thought and feeling if we're not consciously directing them. And a exactly. lot of us aren't consciously directing them because we're always connected to things. Yeah. Right. You need to take time out of technology and being connected to be able to yeah. know yourself and go with it and even do the steps that I suggested of getting clear on your longings and discontents, writing those down, and then shaping a vision just by writing down some bullet points of what you would love. What would life look like if it's all worked out? And that it really is, is the reality, the dream that you've always dreamed of. Like, what would life look like? Giving yourself the space for that. Yeah. You have to give it attention. And you can't yeah. really do that if you're always looking on your phone. Yeah. And then the next step from that would be to, you know, once you have that vision right now, like start to think about, all right, like what, what can I start to think and feel on a daily basis to bring me in alignment with that? Mm. And how can I set up my environment so that it's conducive to thinking those thoughts exactly, and feeling those things?
Right. And for some people that might be disconnecting from social media and disconnecting from always being connected. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. But yeah, if, if, just to highlight that. And then honestly, I feel complete with this yeah. episode, yeah. but like, that remember we've emphasized this a couple of times, but to really emphasize this for you wanted to create different experiences in your life, new results, transform your life, live a life that you love more. It takes time. It's not going to happen like in the snap of a fingers. And that's the most difficult work is to choose thoughts, to choose a perception on your life. And of course, also discovering what steps you can take to move in that direction over a consistent period of time where it's not just a day or even just a week, but it's weeks and then over months that you're consistent and actually staying persistent. And of course, learning as you go along, like you don't want to just do the same thing over and over again, trying to get a certain result, but you, you're focused on what you would love and that you're, you're learning from things that happen. If things don't work out in a certain way, it doesn't mean that it's, it's not possible for you just means that that was one way it didn't work out and attracting the love of your life or mending a relationship or healing your body or whatever it is like starting the business growing it whatever it is like it's life is much more beautifully complex than just like do this certain thing and you're going to get this certain result it takes time and you learn over time and that's that's i think the the real mystery of life that we get to enjoy if, yeah. if we choose to enjoy it, sometimes yeah. we have a perception that we get locked in is like, oh, life is a battle or it's a struggle. But guess what? You choose those thoughts over time. It's going to be true for you. Yeah. And I think that's the key takeaway from this episode, honestly, for me. Yeah. Is that like you have the power to change that. Like it's very, it's, it's very powerful with your thoughts and feelings and emotions. And it's like, take some inventory on what you've been thinking and feeling over the last like six months to a year. And you'll probably see those things in your reality or starting yep. to be formed. Exactly. And so it's like, you can reverse the script on that. And like you said, Kevin, it takes time. hundred percent. Yes. Well, speaking of repetition though, or to support yourself in doing this, because honestly, I, I just popped in my mind as a common thought or question that might come to mind with this is like, all right, how do I stay consistent? Well, obviously like you have to have a vision that you love so much that you're willing to stay focused on it. But another part of this, this puzzle at least for me, is to have support just in general, whether that's from a friend that is also working on improving their life or whether that's signing up and joining us for our subscriber program, which if you did not know, we have a subscription program where it's 10 bucks a month. You get two extra episodes on Spotify that will be unlocked for you a month. And we already have uh, at the recording of this episode is 24 episodes. And we also have a Q&A once a month. So if you want to have your questions answered by me and Chris once a month, we record an extra episode answering those questions. So you can check that out. The link in the description of this episode, if this that resonates with you, join us and you'll get so much more information to help support you in this way of living. It's not always the exact same content of what we just shared here, but we do book studies. We do deeper dives into the laws of the universe, tons of other things that could support you on your journey to learn. And that's a really awesome way to support yourself and stay consistent is to have a resource, have people to support you. Yeah. I I second that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. That's, that's it for me though. Uh, So final reminder. The links are in the description of this episode. So the article we referenced at the beginning, as well as the double slit experiment video. So definitely check out those two to dive deeper. 
I'm going to go and read that article more. And uh, then if you want to join the subscription program, it's also in the, 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 did I just say join this, the description program that you know, to yeah. join the, the subscription program of our podcast, you can check the link in the description, all of it's there. Yeah. So, and if you're going to watch the Dr. Quantum video, just like, just prepare yourself. Yes. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's, it's like so really weird. weird. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's just really weird. Not him, yeah. but the actual content of like, what did I just watch? Right. Like, why, how is that real? Watch that and then come back to this episode. Listen to this episode yeah. and it'll help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll talk to you in another episode. Hope this helped. Peace. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F. Carton or at Chris J. Carton or our podcast Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.